What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the MCOC and Me podcast. Today is a special one. Uh, I am bringing on my very first guest on the show. Uh, her name is Skylar. She is a really great friend of mine from college. We went to school at SUNY Oneonta. We were both music industry majors. And we've become very good friends ever since. So without further ado, Miss Skylar, how are you, darling? I am delightful. Also, I'm really stoked to be your first guest. Oh, I know, yeah. right? Hey. Because why not? <laughs> you know what? If we're going to do it, let's do it. Let's do this thing. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I was actually like just playing before uh, you invited me in while I was waiting to join this. Well, I, was like... <laughs> I love to hear that. So you know what? That's a great way to kind of segue stuff. So Scott, yeah. why don't you talk about how, how did you find out about this game? How did you get involved in it? So... Getting involved in actually playing is your fault. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, and looking back now that I've seen everything, I've been seeing it, whether it be on Twitter or in ads on like different social media things, because I am uh, a huge MCU fan just in general, a Marvel fan. So it always was one of those tagged ads that came up. I just didn't realize what it was until you started talking about it more. We were talking about gaming and I was like, oh, I can just play this on my phone. I thought I needed a system for it. And I mean, quarantine is the perfect time to pick up something new, try something else out to pass the time. Ended up getting hooked on it, which is just bananas. I have to remember to put my phone down when I'm at work. I'm like, no, whoops, stop sorry, playing. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I remember when you texted me uh, uh, about it, I took a screenshot. It was like, you're like, God damn it. I hate that you got me involved in this. <laughs> yeah, it was a spiral. I think I've been playing it for like uh, a couple hours. I, I, was, uh, I was in recovery from being in the hospital recently, which you know all about. Um, but it was yeah. kind of this really good thing to kind of sit there and take my mind off stuff and pass the time when I really couldn't do anything else. And I'm like, now I'm just like, it's, it's addicting. It's really fun. <laughs> good. Um, okay, so... Where exactly um, are you in the game? Like, are you doing story quests? Are you doing the side stuff, the monthly? What What are you doing right now in the game? Um, I'm bouncing a lot around a lot. I do try and do the daily quests. Uh, when I each time I log in, even if I don't log in like every day, um, and I have been tracking along with the story quests. When I first started it, um, I was doing the story quests, and I would go back and do like 100% completion on every section. Yeah. And now I'm just like, okay, I've finished it. I'll go back and get like the rest of those things later and just like progressing through the story. Um, and I finally joined an alliance like this week. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, I should do that. There's all these other things that I could be getting if I was in an alliance. Yeah, um, and that's, that's a big thing too. I mean, because when I started playing, alliances weren't even a thing. So I, I think maybe like the second or third year of the game. But yeah, like if you're in, in any kind of an alliance, uh, you're going to get some some good rewards if you really put the time into it. Oh, yeah. And I finally have like a ranking, which I guess only unlocks when you're in an alliance or maybe it just like lined up at the same time. But I was like, oh, OK, now I get more crystals. Now I get more right. access to these things. I was like, yes, give so, me more crystals with heroes. in them. So speaking of, of heroes, who would like uh, I mean, your roster is probably, you know, you're, you're sort of you got this little budding thing probably going on. Uh, who's your top champion right now on your on your profile? Oh, my top is Man Thing. Man Thing. Man Thing is my top. He is my go-to for everything. Really? Yes. He is. You like you like the Man Thing? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about like their love of Man Thing. Listen, 
he's he's getting it done. Uh, so far, what I've gone through, he seems pretty impervious to the routes that I'm choosing. Okay. He doesn't get as much damage as other people do, partially because I've leveled him up the fastest as well, because I also yeah. got him in a pretty high-ranking area. Um, but he just seems to, like, last the longest, like where I can, like, be fighting with him and he's got, like, maybe 10% left and I'll take out somebody who's, like, completely full and was like, okay, no, he's my favorite. And and what's funny about that, too, is um, I've, I've mentioned it before on the show where, like, you know, the number of, of champions has grown by leaps and bounds. So, like, the new players like yourselves, everyone's walking into this, like, plethora of different choices, whereas, like, you know, back when I started playing, I think my, my top champion at one point was, like, Daredevil, OG Spider-Man, and, like, colossus before he became a badass so it's, it's kind of funny to hear like a new player just praising a champion like man thing as like as their you know vip yeah it's it's kind of like and i mean we grew up as pokemon kids as well so it's oh. like you starting with like the original starting three and then me coming in like seven releases later being okay. like no Wait. this is my person <laughs> big question who would you pick oh no yes who is my oh. who was it who is okay? So I got into it at the beginning and then fell off. But my starter is always and will always be Charizard. Ah, that's the right answer. That is the right. How answer. How could you not? Like, even if I have no idea what I'm doing, it's a fi- I am uh, I'm a secret pyro. So like, oh, obviously, yeah. the tiny little dragon that breathes fire is gonna be like go to. Yeah, always. I, remember, I mean, like, I was in sixth grade when that came out, and like, it was so funny how. Not only was the game a thing, but, like, the cards became this sort of, like, black market lunchtime trading thing that was like, hey, man, you got a Charizard? Hey, man, you got, like, a, you got, like, a a Smoke King or, like, a Mewtwo? I'll trade you. It was like, that was a huge thing back then. Oh, my God. I, oh, man, my cousin, my younger cousin was far more into the cards than I was, um, and in fact, depending on what his fiance wants, is willing to pawn a couple of those cards for their wedding. Uh, he's got some some fabulous uh, mints in his collection. But yeah, That's for anybody listening, if you want to buy some of those cards, talk to Skylar. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will talk to you about that hookup. So, uh, so Skylar, what would you say? Speaking of like you know, with the God and Catch 'Em All kind of mindset. Um, is there a certain champion or champions that are on your wish list? Like, like, Hey, I, I really want to acquire these people. Um, so I took a look through like the whole list when I first started of the ones that are like available, but I've really been going off of who's putting out the best fight when I'm fighting them. And so far the person that I really want, because I seem to lose to them every time is um, unstoppable Colossus. Oh, man. I'm like, if I'm going to lose to this person, this particular character every time, I need it in my roster very badly so I can start beating everything else with it. So if, that, if that's number one, who would you say is the runner-up? Um, oh, God. Um, probably either um, a five-star Ronin, because I have, like, a one-star Ronin right now, and he's terrible, and I would just like to have a better one of Ronin. Um, you know what's funny? Ronin is actually – he's a secret little badass in certain parts of the game. It and depends where you are, I've noticed. Exactly. depends who – like, where you are and who you're up against, because that guy can stun 
a, a bunch of different champions if they got some really tricky like buffs yeah. going on with them. So yeah, I mean yeah, he's he's fun. I have a yeah. I have a blast with him. Yeah, I would definitely want that. Um, as far as like secret badasses, I think Elsa Bloodstone is my like secret backup when I'm like kind of. So every time I put her in, I always I'm like I breeze through. Every time I put her in my lineup, I'm like yes. yeah. She's been kind of a sneaky favorite of mine lately too. A buddy of mine, um, his name is Kingslayer. He's got a really great YouTube channel. He does a really good video breakdown of Elsa Bloodstone. So that's something that everybody needs to check out because she's she's a fucking badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned having a struggle against Unstoppable Colossus is kind of annoying. What do you think right now would be kind of some of the things in the game you're you're trying to work on skill wise? Um, definitely kind of learning about kind of how to bait whatever, whoever you're playing against, whether it's like the computer character itself, or if you're playing against an actual other human, um, that kind of baiting. I have a big, most of the times when I die, it's because I have a terrible time of running away or putting my shield up in time. And mm. that is something that I just, I don't know if it's me or my phone screen. Yes, I'm going to blame the tech on this one. <laughs> But that seems to be my biggest problem, and I think getting that down would probably get me a lot so further, a lot faster. For, for that, and, and um, there's a piece of the game, it's called Realm of Legends, and, and don't be intimidated by, like, how strong the characters are. I would use, like, the Winter Soldier battle as a really cool way to learn how to kind of, like, finesse that mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's sort of, like... You only you're you're, you're going to gain more than you're going to lose. Like I wouldn't even try to breeze through that thing. Just like kind of you know figure out like how the AI works, figure out how to bait, how to dodge. So if you're having trouble, I would suggest using that as kind of like a quote unquote dojo. I like it. Yes, I like and it speak, a lot. And speaking of like scale one to ten, one being like super lame, ten being you're over the moon about it. How is your experience in the game going? So I'm going to go with a 6.57. And I think it's just because I am a sore loser in games like this. <laughs> so once I, once I go through the dojo, as it were, and kind of up my ranking, I'll probably be like, yes, now that I'm winning all the things. Yeah. It does kind of flow like that sometimes. Like I've had, I've had, you know, times where I'm stuck on something. I'm just getting really frustrated. I'm burning through units just to like kind of get through the fucking thing. But sometimes I'll just be like in this zone and, st- and I'm starting like these fights and finishing them with, with ease. So it's, it, it is like exactly how you said, once you kind of start getting better, you put a little bit of time into it. You're going to do great. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to ask you two, two kind of funny questions. All right. Just, bring because, it. just because I can go for it. And I would love to, I would, I want to hear these responses. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Because this month's contest is very much X-Men based. Yeah. You could be any X-Men character. Who would it be and why? I don't even have to think about this. It's been Rogue since day one. Forever. It has always been Rogue. (laughs) Rogue from the cartoon, right? Uh, Yes. Um, Definitely not from the movie. Just because Anna Paquin, as much as I love her that character did not have the control of her powers yet. And I was like, I just don't want to walk around killing people. But yes, Rogue <laughs> from the cartoon and the later comics when she really had like that hold on her powers. Yeah. It's basically, you just get to be like, no, I would like you to not be doing that right now. And in fact, I'm going to take your power and use it against you. 
I know it's kind of a it's a very tricky thing, isn't it? It's very devious. It's very devious, and it's also a cheat because then you're technically you don't have to pick because Rogue, like Rogue, uh, Mimic, all those kind of X Men, they have the opportunity to delve into everyone's powers, so they really don't have to just pick one. So now, really, do you, do you know where she got her 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 the new powers where she could like fly and all that stuff? Miss Marvel. Bingo. Yes, I was like, it's Marvel. I'm oh, like. Yeah. Miss Marvel, yes. Didn't she accidentally kill her? I don't think she killed her. I think she just, like, kind of drained her enough to sort of, like, render her sort of, like, useless for a hot second. Yeah. I gotta brush up on that. All of her, like, so now she has, like, the power of flight, super stamina, super speed, all this. I was like, yes. For some reason, when you said the power of flight, I automatically thought of Wonder Boy by Tenacious D in my head. (laughs) Because that one little line. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. So good. Now, I'm second, always down for a Tenacious D reference. Oh my god, I saw them in Nashville like, was it two? No, it was last summer. Time is an illusion. Oh my god, it was, it was hilarious. Such a good show. And I, bought, and I bought probably one of the best concert t-shirts from that show too. Yes. I um, demand pictures of that shirt later. Oh, you're, you're gonna get them. So, second question. If you were a supervillain, which hero would be your nemesis and why? Now, do I have to stick to X-Men for this or can I go no, Marvel no, no, no. wide? No, this, you can go okay. through you can go Marvel wide for this. Um, it's a tie between uh, Daredevil and uh, your personal favorite, Spider-Man. Easy. Uh... Mostly for the specific reason that uh, it means I don't have to terrorize too big an area because they just like stay to their neighborhoods. They're like Daredevil's got like that 10 blocks in Hell's Kitchen. He doesn't really worry about too much else. Spider-Man's really only hanging out in Queens. But I also think that there's a lot of fun in that because they're both incredibly snarky like humans even outside of their superhero. So it's always going to be fun. They're going to keep you on your toes with the acrobatics and the echolocation and the just general frivolity of it. Cause I feel like I would be just like the most sardonically sarcastic supervillain <laughs> ever. And I would have a very good time going back and forth which, with each of them. I, I appreciate that you're, you're hinging your decisions based on the banter. Come on, you don't want to have like a boring fight. Like while you're both trying to be like, yeah, just one second, gotta catch my breath. Yeah, did you hear this joke about, and you could have that moment. And I feel like they would appreciate that. Oh, I, I agree. I, I would be such a freaking, like, oh, my God. I, I would just be digging at every sort of, like, psychological kind yeah. of comment that I could just, just like, you know, because it, it's so funny. It's like in sports. If you can just get in the guy's head, like, just a, just a little bit, like, just, just crack, crack the door open a little bit, they're not going to have a good time. Yeah. No, and I feel like that, battling that with Peter Parker in any single uh, iteration of that character he is, as Spider-Man, having the best time, but as Peter Parker, having the worst time. So he just hinges on this very uh, uh, nihilistic humor where he's just like, listen, I could die today, but at least my student loans wouldn't be a worry anymore. I think that's why I think that's why I relate so much to Spider-Man, because when I'm out there gigging, when I'm out there touring, I feel like Spider-Man, but then I come back and I still got these first world like problems. Yeah. Like, you know what? I, I see you, Peter Parker. I see the struggle. I'm feeling it. 
you go out, you do all these great things as Spider-Man, you see all these great cities, you have all these great shows, and you come home and you're like, yeah, I got like six hot dogs and like half a bottle of flat soda in the fridge. Oh my God, I picked up, I because I recently got back to Nashville, I picked up like four months worth of, <laughs> they had to put it in this like little tub for me, and I'm just like, ugh. Oh no. I don't want to read all this stuff because I know what it all is. And it's just like, yeah, you know, and because I just want to save some trees. Just yeah. Ridiculous. Please. I don't I don't need it. I mean, we all we all have email. I'm sure I'm sure when I signed the paperwork for whatever this is, my email was on there. Yeah. All I need to know is, hey, look, with my Northwest Mutual stuff, is there money in there? Great. Is my and then, is for my rent? Do that online. Like I don't, I don't need paper. I don't need paper. Come on, paper gives me agita. Unless I'm like, I'll save like the U.S. Postal Service. I'll send people like cute packages and things like that. But like, oh, by the way, thank you for your very cute little Spider-Man uh, piece of art you sent me. That thing Spider-Man. is, it is, it has got a nice little place in my little music room. Yeah. Oh yeah. That oh that helps me a lot too. That was Good. during my. During my post-hospital days, I was doing cute little things to, and I was like, painting, let's get back into it. What can we paint? Let's paint right. Spider-Man things. Love let's it. do it. I hate that emblem officially let's get now. Let's some shoes. Let's do it. <laughs> did you see the one? Okay, but I love that you did that. Did you see that they did one for masks? Yeah, I did. About time they did that. I cried. It was amazing. Oh, it was hysterical. Well, Skylar... I Zach. really love having you on here today. Is there anything this you want to leave the listeners with? Um, reach out to your friends when you don't know what else to do. They're always going to have some good ideas, things that are going to brighten your day, give you some new things, whether it's a new game to get into, some new music, a new book. It's always a good time. Also, the world is on fire, so just reach out to a friend anyway. <laughs> reach, reach out! Ah. Uh. Uh. Love it. Now that song is stuck in my head. Skylar, love you and thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Of course, darling. All right. And folks, for those of you who are uh, following the social medias, you can find Skylar at Frequency Sky. That is her Twitter handle. It is also her Instagram handle. If you want to see pictures of her awesome dog, Atlas, as well. I would, I would, you know, I would follow that boy. He he is a very good boy. He is the best boy. And he's being very quiet for this recording. So I'm very proud of him. Someone's getting an ear scratch and a biscuit. Yes. All righty. Well, you take it easy out there. You too. Bye. And everybody, thank you for tuning in to the MCO, MCOC and Me podcast, and I will talk to you next time.